Thanks for downloading this episode from Teachers Talk Radio. You can find the full schedule and listen back to all our shows at ttradio.org. Enjoy the podcast. It's time for a fresh start to language learning. Pearson Edexcel's new student-centred French, German and Spanish 2024 GCSEs cater to the needs of all learners, regardless of their background, ability or reason for studying. Rooted in learned language knowledge, their assessments are transparent and accessible, allowing all students to showcase their language skills. Through inclusive and relatable content, the new Pearson Edexcel MFL GCSEs build a shared cultural capital that helps students develop an understanding of and appreciation for the wider world. Find out more at go.pearson.com forward slash MFL GCSE 24. Oh, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this very special um, Teachers Talk Radio. Um, I believe we're called X Spaces now, which sounds a little bit seedy, so let's just stick to spaces. And um, yeah, welcome to this space and we're going to be discussing the big breaking news of the hour um, which is that the NEU has accepted um, the government's 6.5% pay award 3.5% of which comes from existing school budgets Um, we've got some a statement from the NEU which we're going to read out Um, we have got some reaction from the um, NEU's general secretary elect um, Daniel Kebedi we've got reaction from you teachers because that's who we're all about we are of course teachers talk radio so if you're not already then uh, you can see that the host of this is teachers talk radio Um, click on that icon and drop us a follow Um, and you'll be able to keep on top of all of the latest educational news, including this big story today. Um, Obviously, we want you to take part and we want you to join in the conversation. So in the bottom right hand side of your screen, you have the speech bubble. You can tweet us with your um, latest thoughts. We're going to be um, talking about um, what you've had to say so far. And If you're brave, you can press the bottom left hand button as well, where it says request and you can request to speak and fingers crossed um, it will work. Let's go through then what the NEU has actually said. This is the um, statement by the Joint General Secretaries of the NEU, Dr Mary Bowsted and Kevin Courtney. They say, as a democratic union, the NEU leadership promised members that any pay and funding offer given by government that warranted their consideration would be put to them. Members have spoken very clearly and in great numbers. The NEU submissions to the STRB went a long way towards changing the government's position on pay and funding. The strike action taken by our members also shifted the dial, securing the highest pay award for over 30 years. Members should be proud they have also secured extra funding for schools. The engagement of members over pay has been high throughout this campaign, and our decisions have been led by them at every turn. The reballot for strike action comfortably passed the government's highly restrictive thresholds. Turnout for the electronic ballots on the latest pay and funding office was also strong. This is a compelling case for trade unions in the 21st century, as well as collective action with sister unions, and it is just time for the government to get out of the dark ages. Um, 
was your rest of it. To get out of the dark ages and end the practice of male-only ballots. The government should be in no doubt that we will hold its feet to the fire on delivering for teachers and support staff on workload and funding and continue to re- represent the profession in future STRB consultations. It remains the view of the NEU that school and college funding is far from adequate. It remains a commitment of the NEU to campaign for further increases in teacher pay. Everyone in the school and colleges community deserves an education system that attracts and keeps teachers staff and one that ensures every child gets the attention and support they deserve. Our campaign for a better funded education system will not go away. So that's what Mary and Kevin have had to say, the Joint General Secretaries. Um, They've just put out a video as well, so once you've finished with us, why not go and check that out. Let's get some reaction from the Secretary of State for Education, Gillian Keegan. Gillian Keegan has said, good news that the NEU has accepted our 6.5% pay award. This is good news for teachers, good news for parents, and most of all, good news for students. On the other hand, um, no mug teacher has tweeted us and has said bad news for teachers in England. This really is rolling over. The profession, without doubt, will fall into greater decline. Recruitment was a huge issue. It will remain ever increasingly so. What are your thoughts, Ben, on this breaking news story that the NEU, um, by a margin of 86 to 14, has accepted um, the government's pay award. Now, let's just go through the process of the vote and let's talk about um, some of the alternative scenarios which could have panned out but did not. So the government um, decided that it would accept the STRB's recommendation of 6.5% um, as a pay award for 2023 to 24. Now, it's worth noting that NEU members were striking over 2022 to 23 pay as well as 23 to 24 pay, but the pay award will only cover um, an increase in 23 to 24. Um, so, The government decided to accept it and told the unions, all four education unions, two of which we've heard from, um, their members who have voted on this pay award, um, those unions are the Association for School and College Leaders, ASCO, and the NEU. Um, Now, ASCO, which is considered a more moderate union than the NEU, actually voted only by one percentage point higher um, than the NEU to accept this this offer by 86 to 14, um, 87 to 13. Um, NEU was 86 to 14. Um, And what was really clear, much like the previous offer when the government offered 4.5%, 4% of which would come from school budgets, compared to this one, which was 6.5%, 3.5% of which would come from school budgets. The key thing was, if all four unions did not recommend to its members that they should accept the deal, Julian Keegan and Rishi Sunak said that the deal would be pulled. So the NEU... So Kevin, um, Courtney and Mary Bowsley decided that this was the best offer that their members um, could have got. And as some people have said, um, had unions not um, presented this offer to accept, the government would probably not have accepted the STRB and gone for a lower ball offer, perhaps going back down to 3.5% where we started this dispute um, with, from existing school budgets. Um, 
we want to hear from you. If you're an NUU member, then I'll, you need to tweet us, please. Um, bottom right-hand corner of a speech bubble, and we'll share your thoughts. Um, and also, please be brave and request to speak. You can do so on the bottom left-hand corner. Are you an NEU member? Are you a member of any of the other trade unions? What are your thoughts? That there will be no strike action now until January at the earliest. Um, the NEU has committed to no more strike action. Um, basically for a below pay below inflation um pay rise um and so a real terms wage cut business ed has tweeted us and said i lost eight days pay for the union to push an offer that was worth less but a two percent increase that they themselves called an insult i'm done any you have lost at least me as a member and i suspect many more will be thinking the same one of the key things which has come out of this is that there was a huge um groundswell of NEU grassroots members and also executive mem national executive members and branches who were pushing a reject deal. And there was an NEU reject um, Zoom meeting where there were too many people for Zoom. Um, and that was a big problem. Um, but actually, it turns out that this is a tiny minority, only 14% of NEU members, one in seven voted to reject. We have our first speaker joining us, and that is Paul. A very good afternoon. Paul, how are you doing? Hi, hey, Sammy. Okay. I'm very well, thank you. Um, you've shared your thoughts on this breaking news story. Um, t can you tell the space, please, um, what are your thoughts on the NEU members voting to accept the 6.5% pay award? Really disappointed, really disappointed. I've been a um, teacher for 16 years primary. Uh, I recently, sort of in the last few months, changed from... Um, NASWT to NEU as well because they weren't they weren't really uh, getting the threshold and things like that and I just I just feel as though the deal itself is just another version of the deal that we all growled about earlier on in the year to 4.5% one well that, that's the whole point isn't it because the previous offer, which was rejected by 98% of NEU members, mm. was a 4.5% pay increase, um, of which 4% would be coming from school budgets, um, as in and then 0.5% from additional funding. Um, this offer, which has been accepted, 3.5% of it is still coming from um, existing budgets. So it's only half a percent down um, in terms of the impact on school budgets. Um, but whereas before, um, back in March and April, um, Mary Bowsted and NEU officials had dismissed the 4.5% as an unfunded or not fully funded pay offer. They're now saying that this 6.5%, which has a similar amount of money still coming from existing school budgets and being taken away from um, students, ultimately, um, they say it's a properly funded deal. Um, how do you explain that inconsistency, Paul? It's, I, I, cannot, I cannot understand why... Um, our representatives have have caved what seems so easily and for a deal that's so similar to the first one where we were all in uproar against it. I mean I've had I've had conversations with my head teacher, we're only a small school. I mean we, we struggle as it is um to sort of find ends find ends meet. And she said herself that that first deal just would have crippled the school. And this this deal that's now being accepted by NEU um, is going to be just as just as bad because I mean for for years it was hard it was 
harder to get the likes of um, pupil premium money. There was the criteria for that became more and more stringent and stingy, if you like. It was not providing schools with the funding that they needed. Um, so they've been squeezing us for Christ knows how long, to be honest. I mean, I actually, because workloads and everything else, I actually left the school um, that I'd been at for quite a long time to take another job, which was actually less pay, um, just for the sake of being able to to carry on the job that I love doing. And then it's just a battle after battle. And then this is almost like a bit of a kick in the gut and the fact that mm-hmm. the you know, Kevin and, and everyone else haven't, Having stood our ground, and we were just getting to the point where we were just getting everyone together. That's something that's baffled me in the past, is that I just don't understand why the unions of anyone, everyone involved in school hasn't come together. And we just seem well, to get... Well, it's worth noting, of course, that um, just a couple of days before the government pulled the 6.5% out of the, um, out of the hat, um, the NASUWT um, did vote for um, strike action to join the NEU in September. Um, 52, 51.9% nationally, but it was a disaggregated ballot. So some teachers in some schools which met the 50% threshold could strike um, and others couldn't. Let me just read while um, we have a few more people joining the space and remember to join um, tweeters using the speech bubble on the bottom right and request to speak in the bottom left. Let's have a look at what the General Secretary designates the next General Secretary of the NEU on a five-year term, Daniel Kebedi, has had to say about this. Um, Kebedi, of course, put his signature to the... Um, joint um, agreement with uh, Kevin and Mary and the government as well and the other three other education unions. Um, Daniel Kebedi has said 6.5% would never have been awarded without the eight days of action by any members. We must go further though. English teachers deserve pay parity with Scotland. We'll come on to that. Um, Kebedi carries on. He says we need pay restoration for all school staff, teachers, leaders and support staff. This isn't just about fairness. It's the only way to save our schools. The crisis of recruitment and retention is so severe we need urgent action on workload education funding is too low Um, we should fund our schools to the oecd average of five percent gdp we have shown we can beat the government's anti-democratic strike thresholds we have shown we can deliver solid and sustained strike action in september serious discussions will take place about how we move the campaign for education forward we will build unity and coordinate with other education unions as much as possible um Let's take some of those points then. Um, so Kebedi says that the NEU has shown that, that they can beat the government's um, strike thresholds um, where you need 50% turnout and it's a paper-only ballot. Given that this is a below-inflation pay rise, Paul, um, at 6.5%, do you think that members will be keen to take part in strike action again if they don't think they're going to get adequately rewarded for it? No, because I think because it's been because it's been recommended. A lot of people, a lot of members, will go with, "All oh, right, well, they're recommending it, so we'll take it." And it keeps it, it keeps getting said that, "Oh, this was the best deal that we would get," but it, it's not. It's not a good deal. It's not even a compromise. To be honest, it just it feels as though now because we've been told or. Um, it's been recommended that we accept it. And we've had so many strike days before. Everyone's just going to go away from it. They're going, oh, no more strike days now because we've had our deal. 
When's hmm. the next time that it's going to be to this to this point again? How long? How many years will it be before we actually then get all unions together again? Before hmm. we get actual government on side and at the negotiating table? It took hmm. so long, so long, didn't it, to get to this stage where we're on the periphery of something where we can actually be strong and get a deal that actually is going to save schools, not even just improve schools, but bloody save schools. Mm. And it just feels as though the people we had representing us have just caved in. Let's have a look at some of um, the other things that Daniel Kebedy has said. And Mr. Booth has tweeted us and said, um, pay restoration won't happen now because we've just shown this government, if it's inept government, that we will roll over at the first hurdle. Um, remind me again why I sacrificed my pay for this. Um, the tens of thousands of teachers, um, perhaps even hundreds of thousands, have um, sacrificed eight days of pay um, for this. And as Mr. Booth has said, um, They've now just rolled over um, at the first hurdle. Um, pay restoration is a very important topic, and um, please do tweet us um, with bottom right, and please do um, request to speak on the bottom left. Um, real terms pay now for teachers in England is 25% down um, on 2010 pay levels. So um, that's so basically a teacher's salary has lost a quarter of its value in 13 years. And the latest... Um, pay award which has just been accepted by the NEU um, has seen a further reduction um, in real terms pay down by um, two percentage points. Um, so Kebedy and uh, Mary Bowes and Kevin Courtney and have talked about pay restoration in terms of restoring teachers pay on real terms level. Um, Paul but they've gone backwards here so is pay restoration ever going to happen? No. <laughs> no, 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 it won't. It just it, it can't. Because I mean, if you sort of go, if you think of everything, just from just from a teacher, not even from the school's point of view, just from an individual who's a teacher and their wage and inflation and cost of living and everything else, we're a million miles behind, like everyone else is in the public sector. You know, the the public sector literally are just being told. You've got less next year, but just get on with it. You've got less next year, but just get on with it. And that's been that's been the case for at least well, at least thirteen, fourteen years. Do you know what I mean? Um, let's have, let's have a read of some of um, the other contributions that people have made. It seems to me as if the um, reaction has been resoundingly negative for a um, pay award that eighty six percent of NEU members actually voted in favour of. It tells you a lot about Twitter's <laughs> echo chamber. Really. Well, um, I was about I was about to say, Tom, just to jump in there. This is only. I mean, the reaction on Twitter is is says that, and I wonder whether um, you know, right or wrong, and this isn't sort of any commentary on on anybody who has a problem with it but i wonder whether there are more sort of i don't know whether to use the word activist or to use the word engaged people with the process on twitter as opposed Mm. to not but i wonder whether to throw that point in as well i think it's it's an interesting one isn't it edu twitter is only ever a microcosm of a profession um and when you look at um, some of you know please do in september share teachers talk radio out in your um, amongst your non-edu twitter colleagues because um, we are leading the education conversation and it is one way of getting teachers more engaged 
Um, got a couple more tweets to um, talk about. Um, we've got Finn Shenton has said being a apprentice um, trainee this week, strike act- this year strike action has been a huge hit on an already meagre salary. The public is on our side at the minute. If we had rejected, I think we would have been fighting a losing PR battle. So there's some comment there in terms of um, accepting the offer and why that was necessary that actually had they reje- had the edu rejected it um it would have hit um teachers reputation amongst parents and amongst the public and therefore any further strike action may have been detrimental um jack watson has said i worry about the tories using this in the next election we faced record-breaking strikes and found a solution that public workers all accepted without breaking the government purse they bullied union leaders satisfied no one and solved Nothing. Um, we've got many more people who have joined the conversation here today um, on Twitter Spaces. A very good afternoon to you all. As a reminder, please do tweet us. Bottom right hand side, there is a speech bubble. You can see that three people have already done that. So let's see if we can get that up to four or five. And if, like Paul, you want to speak, um, then that bottom left hand side as well um, to request to speak. Let's have a look at what this looks like then in terms of um, teacher pay in different UK nations. Because one of Daniel Kebedi's points as General Secretary-designate is that um, he wants to see pay parity with Scotland. So under this pay award, which has been accepted now by the NEU and ASCO, um, a teacher starting in England... um, on M1 is going to earn £30,000 a year, which was a government pledge once upon a time. Um, However, a probationer in Scotland is going to earn £32,217. When you look then at a teacher in Scotland um, after six years of service, they're going to be earning £48,516, which is over £8,000 more than England, um, than teachers in England on M6 who are going to be earning £40,479. Let's have a look at the TLR allowances because I have a TLR and I have a personal investment in this. Um, So yeah, they've all gone up by 6.5%. So your minimum TLR2 payment now will be 3214 which I believe has gone up by about £200. The maximum for TLR2 is Um, 7847 For TLR1, one, your minimum payment is now gone up to £9,272 and your maximum TLR1 payment is now £15,690. So somebody, a teacher who's at the um, top of UPS um, and earning the top of TLR1 um, could be earning now in excess of £60,000 a year, which is um, remarkable. Um, in terms of the SEN allowance spend for teachers, um, your minimum is now £2,539. Your maximum is now £5,009. Um, Paul, numbers sound very good um, to some people who might be lucky enough to have a TLR or might be lucky enough to be high up on um, the teacher pay scales. Um, Daniel Kebedi has said... Um, that they're after pay restoration. We've looked now, it's down to 25% in real terms. Um, there's this point about English teachers deserving pay parity with Scotland, though. Um, why is it that a Scot- teacher in Scotland is now worth £8,000 a year more um, than a teacher in England? And could the NEU have done more to achieve pay parity and actually raise that point more um, over the course of the last few months? Doesn't seem to have been... I've not heard it from um, the representatives very much at all because obviously that would be a disparity that they wouldn't want to bring up that they've accepted 
you know. And I, <laughs> I don't know, to be fair, I've never been to a school in Scotland. Maybe it's absolutely amazing and they're far better than the rest of us. <laughs> you know, it, it feels a bit like, well, hang on, what job is are we doing for our government that, you know, other people are maybe doing more of or are we not doing something? So I don't understand that sort of thing, to be honest. That can kind of go along with the um, university fees and all sorts of things, couldn't it? Paul, <laughs> do you think it, it also sort of... I mean, is it more sort of cynical than that in the sense that there are less... Presumably, there are less teachers in Scotland, so therefore there can be more flexibility in what they can be paid? <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm being a bit maybe. cynical there, but I just yeah, wonder possibly. whether well, in Wales and well, Scotland there are less teachers, aren't there? So ultimately, does that mean that we've got more kids? So yeah, it's not fair. I'm not saying it's fair. Oh, but, I know. But, you know. I, but I'm certainly saying that seems to be the reason, really. At the ultimately, yeah. I mean, I'm very, I'm, I'm very skeptical about the, the government, anyway. As you can probably tell, and I know there's there's people on here far more qualified than I am to sort of know all the ins and outs. But I just, a lot of it just seems, I don't want to say criminal, <laughs> but it's certainly, it's not, um, it doesn't really represent, their thinking doesn't really represent any fairness in, in, what's, been, in what's been happening, you know, and what we've, what we've been offered. And the things like Scotland and, uh, and Wales, and the disparity between the three of us is just ignored each time. You know, it's really frustrating. I just want to remind everybody of what Kevin Courtney said a couple of weeks ago um, when the news was that all four um, trade unions were going to accept the 6.5 offer. Um, he said at the time, and um, we'll continue to campaign on pay, workload and funding, but think the time is right to bank this movement. The government has moved on funding um, by 0.5%, um, the editor's note, and has moved on pay from 3.5% to 4.3% to 6.5%. There is movement on workload as well. The other interesting point that Kevin Courtney made um, was that um, he said that the Prime Minister did say that he wouldn't implement the STRB recommendation of 6.5% if the unions didn't agree to recommend it. And let's just remind ourselves what Kevin Courtney said about this. He said it was a disgraceful stance, but one he had the power to make. You have to factor in how employers react um, when trying to think through your own strategy. Um, other people, though, have said the 6.5% pay rise is guaranteed and will be implemented regardless, so you had nothing to lose by rejecting the vote. But I think the key thing is that here that NEU members could, as individuals, vote to reject the offer, but had the NEU not recommended to accept the 6.5, would have been taken off the table. I mean, it's the joys of negotiations, isn't it? Let's see um, what other people have tweeted us um, with. Mr D in the United Arab Emirates says, short-term gain, but England is about to lose a lot of teachers. Um, Jack Watson has tweeted us with Susie Dent's word of the day, which is snollygoster, um, 19th century word, one who abandons their principles for short-term gain or power. I'm not sure it's a reference to the NEU or anything like that. I'm sure something else must have happened in the news today for um, Susie Dent to have tweeted that. But hey, um, I've been proven wrong. Let's have a look at what other people have said as well. Dougal has said, I've left the NEU already. Honestly, a leadership that enables normalising of annual pay 
pay cut and a membership that can't be our get rid of profanity bothered to vote for 200 pounds a year no um We've got Shaniqua here. Shaniqua's on her holidays, I think, and she's just left us as soon as I've mentioned her name. How devastating. Um, we've got Daryl Lee. We've got Mr. Parker. We've got Gareth Griffiths, who's been in here for a while. We've got Lenny. We've got Mr. Booth, um, whose tweet we called out. We've got um, school business manager Leicestershire. We've got Justin um, from Naswood in Northern Ireland. Um, we've got Mrs. Zygmunt. Um, we have got um, quite loads of people, to be honest with you. So thank you very much for joining us um, here this afternoon um, and it's worth noting of course that all shows by Teachers Talk Radio are sponsored by Pearson Edexcel and they have a fantastic range um, of new um, GCSE French um, exams coming out um, rooted in learned language knowledge and they're really designed to help those students who might not necessarily be able to go to foreign countries for their holidays um, by you know those of you who did GCSE um, languages in the past you know, who might have had to talk about skiing holidays or talk about things like that. Um, it's designed very differently to that now. And Darren Lester, one of our wonderful um, hosts on the Saturday morning breakfast show, um, has done three shows with Pearson Edexcel, um, talking about the importance of language learning and the Pearson Edexcel's new GCSE um, language exams as well. So do go and check those out um, as well at Pearson MFL. Let's have a look and see what other people have had to say then. Lenny has said the government didn't move on pay, the STRB did, um, and this bit about it being conditional, I was asking at time if it was not one person from the union came back to confirm we've just been sold out um, james troughton has said and this is why we'll never get the funding needed in schools 86 to 14 madness but it's worth noting of course that because of the trade union laws in this country um teachers were not technically striking about funding they were striking about pay and Tom Rogers, I know, has made a point about actually, Will, you could throw 16%, which is what the NFER wanted um, to recommend um, as a way of actually improving um, retention recruitment. But actually, if you were to offer anything less than that, um, there's this whole issue of actually, is it pay that's going to keep teachers in the profession or is it changes to workload? Now, the NEU and the other unions have said that there are going to be, there's going to be, um, more focus on workload and well-being and reintroducing the list of the tasks that teachers and leaders should not be expected to do and can be done by um, non-qualified teachers as well. Do you think that this has, do you think that these issues of workload and well-being and teacher recruitment and teacher retention are going to be taken more seriously now that the NEU has accepted by 86 to 14 to accept the government's pay award? Um, let us know, please do tweet us in. Um, bottom right hand side, you've got the speech bubble and the bottom left, you have um, the opportunity to request to speak as well. Um, Paul, let's go back to you. Do you think these issues of um, workload and well-being are going to be swept under the carpet now that the pay award's been accepted? Or do you think they're going to continue to be shouted about and actually be listened to by the government? No. I don't think we're going to be... So I've changed, I've changed tack now. I'm on route. I'm probably going to uh, the NEU's headquarters to have a word. Um, no, I, think, I don't think they'll be addressed at all. It, I could just see everything going very quiet. I think Paul's just gone in under the tunnel on the way to the NEU headquarters. You naughty man, Paul. You horrible man. <laughs> Leave them alone. They've just, like honestly, it's only been twenty minutes. Give them a chance. <laughs> um, let's have a look then at um, so. 
at um, actually the um, different ballots then. So there, were, there was not one, but actually three separate ballots, um, each of which closed on Friday. So the one that we've been talking about was the ele electronic ballot, which saw 86% of members vote to accept. Um, the only use wording here, the progress made, or the 6.5% pay award um, 3.5% from existing budgets and end industrial action that was on a turnout of 60% for the electronic ballot um, the support staff ballot 85% accepted on a 46% ballot um, you find that a lot of support staff aren't actually members of the NEU um, but are actually members of um, other unions like the GMB and Unison um, as well um, there was a re-ballot um, paper um, of teacher members in state-funded schools in England for strike action in the autumn term. Um, this received a 53% turnout, so beating the government's 50% um, threshold, um, and 95% of members voted for more strike action. However, the NEU has said that this strike action will now not go ahead in the autumn term over 2023 to 24 pay. I mean, we have this huge issue of here of 95% of members um, on a 53% turnout have voted for something and the union have said, well, actually, we're not going to do it now. Um, how are those members going to feel, Paul? Yeah, sorry, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not on the way to NEU. I'll, I'll give them a little bit of a break for a while, Tom. Um, the, I think we've got, we're going to be we're going to be disappointed. I just wanted to um, back up Tom's uh, call about it being funded and um, conditions being looked at and things like that. I did a I did a poll on my Twitter. We've got about two and a half thousand people coming back choosing one of three options. I asked them hypothetically about three different. Um, offers that could be made and one of them first one was 4.5 but fully funded uh the next one was uh, 6.5 with three percent funded uh and one of them was eight uh, percent with three percent funded and i'd say the the vast majority actually said 4.5 fully funded because i know it's i know people are saying oh well, it's not just about you know, conditions and everything else, but it's certainly about money that schools have got. And one way of thinking about it, if you change the word schools to children, because we keep getting told it's about the children and everything else, which it is, and we're taking money away from the children, well, change the word schools for children and say the children have got this money, which, you know, teachers need to, need to be able to, to pay for living and everything else. So government are taking money from children to give to teachers no wonder lots of people aren't on our side you know and surely more people should be backing us up if that's how that's the reality of the situation that the government aren't actually giving us as in teachers and schools what we need to educate our children we should have more and more people behind us, surely. Let's have a look then at some more um, comments and tweets, um, or X's, I should say, um, from the teaching profession and from um, union members. Miss um, Winston has said, I fear the pay award will make people less sympathetic of teacher workload and give the media something to use against us in relation to workload. The media angle there is very important to consider as well. Um, Damien Hill has said, um, it was very clear cut they would accept the government if the NEU leadership had 
hadn't recommended it. It had already been confirmed as approved prior to these results. All I can say is wife and I, both teachers, both did all strike days. And to end up with the SDRB percentage is not what we expected. Now, Kevin Courtney, as Joint General Secretary of the NEU there, would disagree with that and said that the offer would have been pulled. 6.5% would have been pulled um, had that not gone ahead. Um, we have got some more tweets. We've got Stephen Carley, who has said absolutely the right decision. We go again next year, but not until January, I suppose. Far too many keyboard warriors on here proclaiming it's a sellout, etc. Read the room. We'd have lost the public support. The media would have crucified us and the NEU would have been on their own again. Mobs um, has tweeted, had our foot on their throat. Shake, shame other unions didn't come out when we did. A concerted and coordinated action across all teaching unions would have made a massive difference and outcome. Um, and Thomas Puckett has said, what was the point of these strikes? Accept the pay rise. They're always going to give us and accept that only half of it will be funded by the government. The Eddie, well, here's a fun bit. The Eddie, you are just Tory lapdogs. I'll no longer be a member of this union. That will come as news to Jonathan Gullis, won't it? The NEU are Tories in disguise. disguise. Um, it's important then because what we've seen from a lot of the tweets from Teachers Day is there's a lot of uncertainty about actually what would have happened if the NEU had voted to reject, uh, had recommended to reject, uh, what would have happened if members had rejected, and actually whether this 6.5% would have happened anyway. Um, as um, Thomas Puckett has said, um, it's worth noting that the government went from 3.5% to 4.3% to 6.5%. And there are questions, I suppose, about actually what impact the strikes did have in terms of moving the government. I'm going to ask Paul here because he's still with us. And if you'd like to join Paul as one of our speakers, please do press that bottom left hand button. Would the government have moved to 6.5% had it um, not been for um, eight days of strike action? What do you think, Paul? Well, if you if you're looking at other um, parts of the public sector where they where they have actually you know held out and they have got a, a better deal, then you could you could say that we would have. I mean, what would have what would have happened? There wouldn't have been any pay rise whatsoever. There wouldn't have been any funding for schools whatsoever. It's hard to it's hard to see that happen. And I tell you what, especially in an election year, election year next year as well, I'd be I'd be shocked if they suddenly said, right now you're not getting anything. You know, I just can't I just can't see that being the uh, the case. Mm -hmm. It's also worth noting as well, um, just to support what Thomas Puckett has said, but Gillian Keegan did say back in. Um, March that um, if the NEU didn't accept the 4.5% um, or 4.3%, then um, they would the government would simply go ahead with what the STRB had said. We then had those leaked headlines, I believe it was in the Times, first of all, um, saying that the government was preparing to reject the STRB and go for less than 6.5%. So I think um, a lot of people are right here, and actually I don't think there's one simple right answer um, on this question. Um, let's have a look and see what other people are saying as well. Um, we've got a lot of people complaining that all teachers got was what the STRB recommended. Um, 
the secret school business manager has said, sorry, but you failed on this. STRB would have always been followed. Again, we're not sure about that. You accepted it as soon as it came on board and no way would the government have gone against the independent body. Again, there were strong suggestions that it would. You had the opportunity at that moment to seek increased funding, but reality is accepting the offer without additional funding. As a result, you will see redundancies and a deterioration in the sector. This is really important. 3.5% of a 6.5% is coming from existing school budgets, not new money from the Department for Education or even old money from the DfE, uh, repurposed from other areas. But 3.5% is coming from existing school budgets. And back in March and April, when the 4.5% was on the table um, and only 0.5% of it was coming from new money and the 4% was supposed to be coming from, from it, existing school budgets. You had um, senior NEU officials saying this was an unfunded pay rise and it could be done better. Now that 3.5% of it is coming from existing school budgets, so a 0.5 percentage point decline, um, Mary Bowsted in particular has said that this is a properly funded offer. So, um, yeah, it's interesting to see that. Um, Jesse Moore has said, it felt like we've been striking for nothing. Mr. Booth has said, I can see this being written onto Tory election campaign materials as we speak. They will spin this as having stopped the strikes just like they've stopped the boats. We need to push and remind the public the Tories stopped nothing. They just bullied their way out. Dan Fletcher has said, disappointed. I feel like the unions have sold us out. Schools are in an even worse position now. We aim for a fully funded above inflation increase. We got neither. Um, The primary head has said, I genuinely believe the industrial action contributed to the government accepting the STRB's 6.5% recommendation. But... And this is important. It's coming from a prime from a head teacher who's involved in setting school budgets. He says these pay rises will hurt school budgets, which will in turn um, impact on staffing and provision. Today's NEU result will stop any new funding. Very important. There we've got um, feedback from a head teacher there, and that's very important because head teachers are in a very difficult position every year when it comes to school budgets and. We know that um, local authorities and academy trusts, most of them did tell their head teachers um, you should budget for 3.5% because that's what you need to do. And that's why the NEU and other unions, including the two leadership um, unions, um, felt as if um, 3.5% of existing funding was okay. School Satchel has tweeted, where's the profession actually going with this? Teachers are leaving in their droves. This is not creating solutions for recruitment and retention. Schools will have problems filling positions. Children will not have the quality of teaching they deserve. If you look at um, initial teacher education um, recruitment numbers, primary sector just about on target, secondary about halfway there. And there are some enormous shortage subjects like business studies, like music, like computing, like physics, um, which seems to be the case every year. But this year it's, it's become even more stark. And with 44,000 teachers um, leaving the profession um, for non-retirement reasons in the last year, um, it looks as if we're going to have a real problem in terms of recruiting, um, in terms of schools recruiting new staff to start in September 2024. We do have another speaker who is hopefully joining us now, and that is old teacher dude at on the turn left he's just connecting which if you're connecting like that for a long time it suggests we might not be able to connect him which would be a real shame um but my fingers are very much crossed marina rob says members can make their own decisions 
among the 86% who voted to accept are many who would not strike further. The strike turnout was lower than the offer turnout. Are you confident um, that colleagues would strike even more and that this would make them budge? This was the whole issue that was being made. And Daniel Kebedy made this point, as did um, Mary Bowser and Kevin Courtney. That had any EU members voted to reject the 6.5%, they were committing themselves to an escalation in strike action in half term one in September, potentially two or three days a week out of school on strike and therefore only receiving probably half of their um, salary and that this was going to hurt teachers in a cost of living crisis, um, which is a fair argument to make, I suppose. I should point out, of course, that if you're listening to Teachers Talk Radio for the first time, then welcome. We do have some host slots available. In fact, after we... Um, have finished this Twitter space, I'm going to be on the emails confirming two new hosts who are going to be starting with us in September, um, which we're really, really excited about. One of them is going to be hosting from Uganda, um, which is amazing. And we're also going to be getting a host from Australia very soon. Um, But of course, if you live in the United Kingdom or in England, um, then you can host as well. Of course you can. Um, We have some slots available on weekdays at 6pm and at 9pm and at weekends at 11am, 1pm and at 5pm as well. So if you are interested in hosting your own radio show, then please, please, please do DM us and we will send you a, a host's information pack. Um, Teaching with Care and Kindness has said um, something about eco-schools, which is very important because at 7.30pm, Tom Rogers, who is um, currently admining this Twitter space, is going to be talking about saving the environment in schools, what schools are doing or not doing that could help. So make sure you set that reminder on the Teachers Talk Radio Twitter feed. Um, The space is called Eco Schools for Late Show with Roger's History. Um, And we've already had a comment in about that saying, this is so important. I'm seeing so many teachers filling classrooms full of laminated material and resources bought cheaply um, undoes all the hard work of teaching about environmental issues. Keep your tweets coming, though. when it comes to um, the NEU accepting this pay award offer, um, we the second um, of the trade unions to accept the offer. I predicted 72.28 um, yesterday, so 86.14 is remarkable, really, and a lot of people have said that. And it does go to show that Twitter can be a bit of an echo chamber, um, with a lot of people saying reject. If you did vote to reject or if you did vote to accept, we do want to hear from you as well. Um, the NEU had taken a total of eight days of strike action in England since February, forcing many schools to close either in full or partially, and there will be no further strike action um, in the next um, three months, three academic school months. Um, a reminder that the Joint General Secretaries, Mary Bowser and Kevin Courtney, said that their union's members should be proud they have secured ex- extra funding for schools. Let's have a look at their statement again, which is why we started the space. They said, as a democratic union, the NEU leadership promised members that any pay and funding offer given by government that warranted their consideration would be put to them. Members have spoken very clearly and in great numbers. The NEU submissions to the STRB went a long way towards changing the government's position on pay and funding. The strike action taken by our members also shifted the dial, securing the highest pay award for over 30 years. Members should be proud they have also secured extra funding for schools. The engagement of members over pay has been high throughout this campaign, and our decisions have been led by them at every turn. 
of a rebalance for strike action comfortably passed the government's highly restrictive thresholds. Um, turnout for the electronic ballots on the latest pay and funding offers was also strong. This is a compelling case for trade unions of the 21st century as well as collective action with sister unions, and it's time for the government to get out of the dark ages and end the practice of mail-only ballots. The government should be in no doubt that we will hold its feet to a fire on delivering for teachers and support staff on workload and funding and continue to represent the profession in future STRB consultations. It remains the view of the NEU that school and college funding is far from adequate. It remains a commitment of the NEU to campaign for further increases in teacher pay. Everyone in the school and colleges community deserves an education system that attracts and keeps teaching staff and one that ensures every child gets the attention and support they deserve. Our campaign for a better funded education system will not go away. Um, the primary head says another important point. I don't think we should let the government off the hook for publishing SGRB reports and their own recommendations so late in the day. Um, that process really needs to change to help schools set their budget, whatever they will be. Very important point that we're hearing from the SGRB um, with perhaps only two weeks of the school term to go. And it's putting lots of pressure on the head teachers who are second guessing the STRB when it comes to their budgets. So more clarification over budgets would be very important. As we know, Callum Robertson um, issued a freedom of information request to the government um, to ask them to publish the STRB sooner. And this was rejected on the grounds that it was going to be published anyway. And that the um, interests of the Department for Education were more important than the um, interests of head teachers and school leaders. We are going to bring it to this to an end, I think, in the next three minutes, because um, Kevin Courtney and Mary Bowsted are going to be talking to NEU members themselves. And I'm sure you'd much rather hear um, about this decision to accept the pay award and what's going to happen next. Um, from what we'd say in history are the um, primary sources rather than the um, interpretations that are being provided by um, people like Teachers Talk Radio. Um, but a big thank you to Paul for joining us as a speaker and sharing his thoughts. A big thank you to everybody who's been listening in to this space. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to publish this. We might do, we might not. Um, there's a lot of me rambling. Um, so it's a 50-50 there. Um, but thank you very much for joining us live on Twitter Spaces um, in reaction to this news. We've been on for nearly an hour now. Um, and yeah, um, if you're not following Teachers Talk Radio, then you can see us um, in the Twitter space. Um, just one tap onto the icon and then another tap to follow and keep up with the latest news. Tom Rogers is on at 7.30pm tonight. He's going to be talking about saving the environment and eco-schools. Um, not one to miss there. Um, very important, especially with the um, changes in climate that we've seen um, over the last few weeks as well. Um, and so, yeah, if you're interested in hosting with Teachers Talk Radio, please do um, drop us a dm and we'll send you a host pack i've sent 12 in the last two days and i'm sending two more um, as soon as i get off this so please keep those um interest in, please keep that interest in hosting coming um and yeah we will see you very very soon on teachers talk radio a big shout out to our friends at pearson edexcel as well um, and yeah tune in talk it out see you later You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.